0: It's a little unexpected. Day four on day three on December 27th. I got Frank out of his uh, eggnog coma.
1: Oh, yeah. Eggnog coma for sure. I can't find it.
0: That's fine. You got any kids at the house?
1: I got them all here.
0: Oh, they're all at the house still.
1: Well, yeah, well, the the my my two boys went over to Frankie's last night, so they probably won't show up here until later <sighs> today.
0: They're probably still up from last night, Frank. It's 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 only nine thirty in the morning. I mean, that's kind of how it goes over at the Scalish residence over the holidays, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, they showed up um on the twenty third, and the night oh, they so they're sh-
0: five full days in right now. Oh
1: yeah, and I'm yeah I'm rugged. That's all I can tell you
0: <laughs> Brian says I can confirm that it was, it was a, a late 100%.
1: night a hundred percent yeah, and I'm rugged man when when Noah and Josh got in uh we 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 plied ourselves pretty good till the wee hours of the morning the so first night and then
0: who is know. the who's the uh antagon the antagonizer isn't the word who's the precipitator of of the social events, like we've had Josh and Frankie on the show, we've not had Noah on the show. Yet. No,
1: I'm gonna say Noah. Um, he's got a very quiet, commanding demeanor, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but
0: who kicks off the like, hey, and starts tossing around uh, Dr. Peppers and Coca Cola's?
1: That's Noah for sure. Oh,
0: so that's Noah, so he's quiet but but deadly.
1: Oh yeah, oh, that's that's the ex-marine in him. I got um, you. You know what I mean. And then Frankie's no slouch either. And when the and when the three idiots get together, Frankie does your Moore, daughter
0: join in on that too? That's the one who's out in California that you've you've gone and visited who uh, graduated, right?
1: Yes, she will. She will. She will partake. Um, for sure. That She's just a little, sounds
0: like chaos to me.
1: It's it's um, it's chaotic fun. Um, This year I I wanted to do Christmas. I wanted to do Christmas just with the kids and their spouses. And um, I got my wish this year, which was great. It's fantastic. I just realized. Go Go ahead. ahead. No, you go.
0: Well, no, mine is more of a logistics issue. So I have the camera here. And we'll get back to this, and I just realized it. I got to go full screen for this. So this is the new hat, and I see Matt Becker on there. It's his Just Catch More Bass hat that I ordered for myself for Christmas. However, when I turn to read the comments and look at it, it looks as though I'm wearing an ass hat. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally... Like, the perfect angle. Can you see that, Fred?
1: I, I As plain as day, dude. And I <laughs> and I wouldn't change it. Don't change a thing. <laughs>
0: don't, don't change a thing. <laughs> I've literally got an ass hat on. Uh, but, no, I got perfect. that. Uh, I ordered that off of Matt Becker. See, it says, here it says.
1: Just catch more bass.
0: Yeah, there, there it
1: is. you go. Yeah, a long time ago when so I was. I guess
0: was- I'm going with the ass hat off show. <laughs> No, no, I might have to ju- I might no. have to change that. No,
1: you got you can't change that. You okay. can't change that because every now and then you could see the part of the bee. So it's perfect. Okay. I, I, I think you should leave it actually.
0: I do have a picture of me as a youngster with a sweatshirt that just says bass. It is a bass angler sportsman society shirt, and I'm giving the thumbs up, but the wrinkle completely covers the bee.
1: Yeah, my son Josh has a shirt like that when he played flag football, and the wrinkle covered up the L. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> so I have it There's in the Clay house. Clay
0: Williamson saying, remember the kids at school, picture day with the, uh, with the ass yes, mask <laughs> shirt? <laughs> Listen we're keeping things above we're keeping things above board but i just i couldn't help but notice that sorry okay back to i might have to change the hat i love the hat it's a richardson 112 i got it off of the well, uh, matt if bu- website if
1: it's bugging you to the point where you have to change it
0: it looks good i mean it's a great looking hat but i mean that's all i see now that's all you i mean <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's because you pointed out the obvious, dude. If you didn't just let it go, most people. Because, because, okay, so a little bit of design for you guys. Um, well,
0: most people are, you know, just profile their whole time. Like, I need to, you know, if I look at the camera like that. You just, every now
1: and then you can just do that. Just to let them know that there is an actual, another letter there. Um, mo- but with design, okay, if I if I was going to draw a circle. Yeah. And I drew most of the circle and didn't complete it. Your eye completes the circle. And so everybody that watches this show is used to seeing BASS. So their eye their brain will automatically go to bass and not the ASS. You follow? That's,
0: me? A, that's a valid point. Boy, uh, we were trying to just wrap up the show with a nice holiday edition and we may have just gotten canceled. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is so true. <laughs> We're so <screwed laughs> Why didn't you here? Just
0: totally back. So no, uh, you had them all there for Christmas. Do you guys still do the gifts around the tree and you you dig into it on Christmas Day and everybody?
1: Yeah, we do. Um, not 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 to the extreme. Um, you know, when they're kids, it's different. You pile them up and mm-hmm. you watch them open presents and you laugh your brains out. But uh, no, it's it's a little more. Um, Subdued now but it's It's a lot of fun just to have them all back Home you know um, Temporarily
0: <laughs> What is what is The best Christmas present You have ever given Someone <sighs> Like it, was there one where you had You know Frankie was just I gotta have it I gotta have it or Josh was like I need that And then they got it and the, they just Erupted into just chaotic joy
1: do you know i have no idea
0: really there's not one that sticks out
1: there's none that stick out in my head there's none. i i've been i went i've gone through way too many christmases and i don't just don't you know the best time the best times we have are sitting around the kitchen table to be honest with you
0: do you cook are you are you the chef for the week
1: um i did this time i did this time i made a brisket and salmon Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh did you watch the Browns game?
1: Oh yeah. Hell yeah.
0: We all did. Are you are you getting are you getting optimistic? Like or is there still is there kind of like a little bit of uh
1: Okay, so this is a great question. So so at my age, um I saw the Browns back in the day be great, the Bernie Kosar days be mm-hmm. really good. Um, I saw the cardiac kids when before Coast the cardiac kids when they always won at the end. You know what I mean? Um, and then when Modell took the team to Baltimore, I boycotted the Browns football for six years, and um, so I boycotted it. Okay, uh, Noah Noah got into football real heavily, and so he so I started watching him again. And for 29 years, all I do is swear and throw shit at the TV um, because you just can never depend on them. But this year, this year is crazy because if you think about it, and and I won't go go down the sports road, but we're going to go down it for a second. So this year, we've got like 30% of our highest paid players out of the game we we've had we've lost them most of the year we don't have them now we're playing backups and we're still winning games and the 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 bringing in of flacco is brilliant because flacco so stoic and calm because of his experience he's making a lot of things happen for the browns right now mm-hmm. that currently weren't happening he basically he opened up the big plays um, to get us touchdowns. And we've got one of the best field goal kickers in the NFL who got hurt last game. And we didn't have a kicker for two quarters. And so we just ran every, we just tried to get a touchdown every single time. Um, and it paid off because we, we got a couple extra touchdowns out of the deal. And um, the Browns are legit, man. Frankie's no Frankie. Wasn't kidding. The Browns are legit this year.
0: Is it safe to say that like uh Flacco. Uh, let's let's equate Flacco. Let's make this fishing terms. Like you've had Flacco was the Carolina rig that had been relegated to the rod box and no one really thought that it was applicable anymore. And you find a hard spot offshore and all of a sudden you pull the Carolina rig out and you're like, holy cow, this thing, this thing yeah. still catches him. That's Joe oh, Flacco. Oh, yeah. He was kind of <laughs> sitting on the couch, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, he was. He was actually, um, he was actually, he was still working out and training, but but he nobody picked him up, and he was just sitting there. And then we had a golden opportunity, and we took it. Thank God, because the guy's a he's a difference maker.
0: Do you think? Uh, I mean, are you are we? Uh, I'm not even going to ask you how far you think they're going to go. Yeah, don't ask that. We'll um, move on to uh, to some fishing stuff. It's still so. It's December twenty seventh. And you're right. still fishing like with relative ease, right? Open Dude. water catching, catching.
1: The key word is open water and catching. Yes, absolutely. And did you get
0: Did you get on the water over the holiday break at all?
1: Oh yeah, one hundred percent did. Um, you guys know that I've been messing around with forward facing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly the crappie game. I I really haven't gone after bass on it on purpose yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I had gone out the other day and the lake that I was on had, had mixed species, crappie, smallmouth, largemouth. large mouth, um, a, a lake that I don't really target the smallmouth on truthfully because, um, there, the population is very minuscule. Um, mm-hmm. but the crappies are Magambo. And so I had gone out there and was, was basically chucking around jerk baits and um for largemouth and and catching them i was catching them most mostly blind casting for them i wasn't scoping them um the pattern was relatively simple it took me a minute to get on the pattern um basically the fish were behaving kind of not normal um the the it, it's traditionally a grass lake and they sprayed it or drop pellets or something, mm-hmm. and the grass is not as good as it was. So the, the, the normal jerk bait bite that I get this time of year was non-existent. Um, so I pretended it was a structure lake and I just started running points and secondary points, um, of course, looking for the bait fish, because that's important this time of year. And, um, I caught a bass probably a half hour into the morning. I caught a bass.
0: That's a good I, start
1: and the bell went off in my head and I just started catching them. I just, I ran the, (laughs) I ran the pattern that I assumed was going to happen after I caught that first one. And it was correct. And the bass were on all the inside turns of these points, Um, except for one point they were out on the end, which was not synonymous with the pattern. I caught them on the end of this one point and on the inside swing. So the only thing I could surmise was the point was shallow enough to take them out to the end because most of the other points had a drop off on them. You know what I mean? And this one was kind of gradual and shallow. So it, 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 it kept them out on the end. Um, mm-hmm. and so then I decided that I'm going to work my way, um, up the lake uh, because I wanted to stay cause I was jerk bait fishing. So I, I didn't want to get into the muddy water. Um, so I was just gonna gradually work my way up the lake and um, there's a big flat up there and, and um, there's a double point that comes out on this flat. Anyway, to make a long story short, I said if there's a large amount there, they're gonna be right there. And so I, I went over there and, and started jerk baiting and as I was as I was scoping, okay, I f- saw a stump. Actually, it was a couple of stumps out there. I saw the couple of stumps and I saw the I saw the blaze orange. You know how? when Oh, saw, oh,
0: is this our first
1: uh, forward that's, facing that's sonar drawing video. in the history yes. of day four? It is. Absolutely. So we're going to talk
0: s- about this later for those folks. It, we've we're going to actually kind of go into our game plan for what we're going to do in 2024 to deal with this new technology. And I think we have it handled very yes, nicely. But Continue.
1: Gonna- so so this is kind of how it would appear okay you could see the drop off here
0: Mm, it had a couple
1: of it had a couple of stumps right right before the edge and i noticed on this particular stump i noticed a couple of high you know highlighted spots so easter eggs easter eggs nice glowed glowed up big Easter eggs. Well, what happened was that morning, this is the irony of the whole damn thing. So that morning before I left, I was indisposed. And as I was indisposed, I said, oh, Milliken's got a Domeki rig video. I'm going to watch it. Kill some time. But two at with one stone. So I was watching it. And um, and I was... I, <laughs> what's that? The
0: last show ever? <laughs> We're totally done after this, wreck. We have sunk our own ship. We're gonna have we were to go. So good for two years.
1: <laughs> we're gonna go to have to go to Bass Talk Live after midnight. Uh,
0: I could just picture everyone on Christmas break over there at Lure Dad. All the families gathered. Oh, let's see what Frank's up to.
2: <laughs> and we watch
0: YouTube on the can. <laughs> what does that hat say?
1: That's <laughs> right. What what are they doing? They're ruining everything.
0: Okay, Continue. So, You're indisposed. You're watching the video.
1: Yeah. So I'm watching. I'm watching Ben. Do, you know, I'm watching Ben do his thing, and um, I'm I'm thinking in my head. I, I the lake I'm going to. I know it has similar stuff to it. Um, I said, man, I'm gonna if I get the opportunity, I'm doing it. So so I got to the lake, and I. I rigged the Domeki rod up and I got a neat little thing I'm working on for Domeki oh, yeah. rigs. Oh yeah. Um, and, um, I rigged it up and I didn't have the exact, I didn't have the exact thing. I wanted the exact rod reel, line combination I wanted, but it was good enough. And, um, to get the job done and, and, um, so. I get to these this double point, and I see the stump. So, I lob, I lob the Demiki rig out there. Now, here's here's we're going to get into detail because I'm I'm going to take you through my learning transition of forward facing in future episodes. How I did what I did to get where I'm at. Okay, so not not that I'm great at it because I'm not great at it. I'm which still is learning why
0: this is a great. Continue with the day, and then we'll get into what we're going to do okay. in twenty
1: twenty four. Okay, so I see the thing. So the first thing I got to do is I got to go. I, I, I'm I'm scoped out at sixty feet because the, the I have a Gen One and it's not it, it's not good at past sixty feet. I mean, you can you can see, but you can't the bait. It's not good. So anyway, I'm zoomed in at sixty. The stumps at forty. the The fish is hot so i know i'm right in front of them so i i lobbed the damiki rig out there and i threw it too far okay so when i got my drop i dropped way behind the bass and i actually couldn't see the lure to be exact to be honest with you i couldn't see the lure so i was reeling it in i was trying to find the lure reeling it in i I got the lure on the screen uh, just above the bass where you want it and the bass tracked it and for some reason the way the wind was blowing it just moved me enough where i lost the lure and the bass and so i started to pivot the trolling motor around to get back on them and i saw the bass starting to just swim away well all of a sudden my line tightens up and i'm like holy shit i got him so i lean in on it and i got him and and it's a big one and i'm fighting him to the boat it's a nice small mouth and I lose them because I never, like, I, like, I really never really got the fish. I mm-hmm. was just so enamored with the fact that he, he got my Domeki right? So I'm like, damn it. So I reeled in real quick. There was another one there. The, the, the one that was, the one that was tucked, tucked mm-hmm. in on the top of Did the Did he stump. get
0: hot when the other one yes. chased it. Yep
1: yes so when so when mine came off and swam back this one got started going i f- flipped it out there again i landed right a foot past that stump that rig started to sink down i started to work and he comes out and just rails on it so i got i got him and these are smallmouth so now i'm like holy crap i'm catching smallies doing this um this is fantastic. So I I stayed I stayed I caught a couple more, and then I saw some more hot spots that looked really good. I fired the rig out there, and of course they're all fifteen and sixteen inch crappie. So I'm like, holy smokes, man! So it was, it was great day. yeah, it was a good day. I caught largemouth crappies, smallies, mm-hmm. um, but the smallies and the crappie I scoped. Um, I only scoped one largemouth with the jerkbait because it was, it was there and he was tracking the jerkbait and I was on the jerkbait and I saw him coming up for it. So I got to tease him a little bit and then stop it and shake it. And he'd come up and nose at it and I pulled it a little bit and he'd follow it and stop. And then I shook it and he just went, and I got him, but it's, it was a lot of fun. But, um, you want to tease,
0: you want to go for it, Matt? Say say what you're okay. So here's what I was thinking. So we're, we're in a odd time of transition right now because forward-facing sonar is such a big part of, uh, of fishing. But one of the things that I think, uh, a lot of the listeners and viewers appreciate about you is you're still, very adept and rely on old school tactics as far as 2d graphing side imaging setting up. And I think it's a good thing that you haven't had the forward facing sonar because there's a lot of guys that don't have it. Right. So right. I don't want to lose that element of, uh, day four. But also I think that there's a lot to be learned from a guy like you who has been there, done it fish professionally for decades at the top level design all these lures. And I think there's also a, I know there is, cause I get messages about it, about guys who don't have it yet, or are just putting it on their boats. And now there's all this stuff out there, guys running four and five units and how they're doing all this, but just the basics, like hold that picture up again, just the basics of what you're looking for and what you're walking through and what you're doing, I think is very valuable. So this is what I proposed before the show uh, is next year. We continue to do our day four like we typically do with the 2D, with idling over fish, with figuring out, with seasonal patterns and transitions and all this. But then we give our listeners and our loyal viewers an an additional six to ten shows next year. That's a little bit more work on our end, but they are forward-facing sonar Heavy shows. So if you want the typical day four without it, and we'll still kind of incorporate it in like we have, we'll get that. But we're not going to turn day four into a forward facing. No. But if no. you are and you're just getting into it, there'll be six to 10 additional day fours, not taking away from anything that you've known to come and love, that will be forward facing sonar shows on day four, where you can have all of your, your diagrams and graphs and things that you're learning as you grow and learn with forward facing right
1: so so that with that statement being said um i rely very heavily on my mapping and my 2D sonar always my i fish instinctual okay so i use everything i've learned over the course of time to find and locate fish which let's be honest that's 100% of the battle is is finding them and so that part of everything never ever will go away because that's who i am in here that's how i think in my head when i'm fishing it's always about finding them finding them finding them i'll figure out how to catch them once i find them and so so that's the deal this forward-facing sonar game i am not an expert at it which is perfect. I don't, I don't claim to be. Frankie's ten times better at it than I am.
0: Oh look, am. there's Frankie.
1: <laughs> Dude, what the heck, man? You're muted you got, or something. You got volume,
0: Frankie? he uh, Can't hear he, you. He can hear us, but we can't hear him. Just log uh, back out and log back in. You got something to deal with your uh, something to do with your audio. It was a last minute deal. I actually sent him the link during the show.
1: You're a sneaky guy, Matthew.
0: I can't. We got no audio. Can you hear us? Oh, you can hear us. Just log out, log back in. Make sure uh, when it says to test your audio that you test it and you see it pinging. You probably have something else open that is uh, that is uh, taking yeah blocking your audio.
1: So so anyhow, so I am not an expert. So what you're gonna get with these forward-facing sonar episodes is how I learned my learning curve day forward. <laughs> Dude, that's I like fantastic. My that work. is fantastic. And so you're, what you're going to get is how a, a, a guy who never used it before. And my entire life was relied on 2d sonar, how I never used it before. And when I, I kept telling you guys from the onset, when, when, frankie put this thing in my boat with me that I'm going to use it to enhance my normal fishing. I'm not, I'm not going to become this scoper only guy because that's mm-hmm. not how I fish and that's not how you know that's not how my makeup is. Do I like it? Yes. Is it fun? Absolutely. And and does it catch me extra fish? You know it does. So but what I'm going to take you through is my learning curve how i practiced and practiced and practiced and not and never really bass fished over it until the other day and i've had it for a year um because there's things you got to get used to there's things you have to understand about it and so i wanted to make sure that before i started chasing bass and get frustrated because i can't catch them or i don't know what i'm looking at more importantly what you're looking at um I needed to get more efficient at it. So I spent a lot of time crappie fishing. I used it in the beginning, honestly, to find my structural element, to stay on a weed edge. Um, I used it to enhance what I normally do. Like if I'm crankbaiting grass edges, Mm -hmm. I used it to make sure that I didn't waste 10 casts throwing it up in the grass. Now I can get it down the edge of the grass to crankbait. And have more success because I'm making more accurate casting. So that's, that's initially how I started with the forward facing Mm -hmm. structure. Fishing was another thing. um, Because I, I, I know like when I find a structure, let's say I find a rock pile. The first thing I do besides hit a waypoint on it, obviously the first thing I do is when I make a cast and I'm in the goods. I immediately look up and look around me and I cross triangulate. So if I, like I can, it. if I can see sure, I immediately cross triangulate where I'm at. So if I lose my position for some reason, all I got to do is go back up and I can go that tree to that boulder, the corner of that house to that telephone pole. And I'm right there. I know exactly where I'm at. Um, this is second nature to me. It's like turning a blinker on in a car. Um, the minute I hit something that I need to be on, I immediately cross-triangulate it and I'm good to go. Now, if, if I get blown around or if I'm fighting a fish and and I get off the waypoint or I get off the mark, um, I just look up, look where I'm at, troll the motor back to where I made the cast, um, and then I'm good to go. So now with forward-facing sonar, all I got to do is pivot the head and go, up. Oh, there it is. Okay, I'm good you know what i mean and then i and then i'll get to my area and then i'll cross go to my cross triangulation mark to make the right cast because structure fishing a lot of times is your cast angle if you have the right cast angle when you're structure fishing and you catch them generally that's the angle you need and so at that point forward facing is keeping me in keeping me in the area where now i have my cross triangulation above the water visible visual now i have my forward-facing sonar underwater visible you know what i mean because here look it's one thing to find at side imaging and mark it mm-hmm. then you got it it's another thing when you actually get the bite okay because when you get the bite that that is the telling factor right there and so now i can concentrate on my cast angle where i'm at and i'm all between my eyes above the water mm-hmm. my eyes below the water and a waypoint now i got a boat position and i can make the same cast over and over again so it's pretty neat
0: <clears throat> i like it uh there's a c- couple guys that are like man i want that norman lure shirt so naturally i went to lure net to see if they had it on there that is not currently up there but i did find uh what i have believe to be probably one of the best deals on lure net which is look at this the screaming eagle throwback t-shirt for $8.99
1: oh that's a bargain dude where are you gonna get a t for $8.99
0: especially one. i mean it's the actual war eagle screaming eagle t so i thought that was cool uh let's see if frankie has audio we got audio now frankie oh we still have no audio
1: okay unplug your speakers
0: come on you got me now yeah yeah but it's all how about can you hear got, me? Yeah, but we got uh, we got static in the background now. Just unplug the headset to so just run it off of the. Do you do you hear the static in the background, Frank?
1: Yeah, it sounds like a motor running. Probably the fan on this
2: laptop, honestly.
0: Oh, it's all good. No, I just wanted to get you on just to see. I mean, Frank said it was borderline chaos over the last couple of days. We so just see what what the holiday season's been like for frank jr you got you got a bunch of people following your uh your bfl career fishing yeah. regionals jumping on the water teaching uh teaching frank the forward facing sonar tips and <laughs> tactics it's been a big year for you junior
2: yeah it's <laughs> been a lot of fun i mean it's uh anytime my brothers are around it's it's chaotic and it's a mess always
0: Hey, I don't know how
2: late they were up. I went to bed at 1230 this morning and I was up at seven. So they're all still sleeping. So I ran out to the garage to do this thing. What's up, Ryan? I gotcha.
0: Uh, I asked Frank before and he couldn't remember the most memorable Christmas gift in the Scalish household. Does anything ring a bell with you?
2: Most memorable gift? I don't know, man.
0: I... For, for Eddie But, I mean, was there ever one where the house just exploded <laughs> when the gift was open? <laughs>
2: I
1: think, yeah, but that was on the that was on the Godfather.
0: Oh yeah, well, I meant like with joy, (laughs) not actually. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) No,
2: growing up, Dad used to be really good at uh, guessing. He would guess really well what he got. One year, uh, Rage got him Bass Monopoly. I still think he cheated. I didn't cheat. He shook the box and he's like, "Oh, you got me, Bassmaster Monopoly or whatever it was." I'm like, "Yes,
0: that is true." Did you ask for it, or you just literally (laughs) guess? No, I didn't ask for it. Just like I would
1: never ask for that singing fish.
0: Oh my god! (laughs)
2: Terrible. That thing's terrible.
0: What are you doing next year? You all in on the BFLs again?
2: Uh, Probably. I know um, Ryan and I got a lot of filming to do for this little deal we're building, so. It's going to be a tough balance, I think.
0: Oh, was that like a little, a little teaser? Or?
2: Well, you know, I mean, a shameless, you know a shameless than, plug. I'm not <laughs> plugging anything. You asked me what's going on. No,
0: he's welcome to plug it. I, I give you full permission to plug whatever you're doing, Frankie.
2: So me, me, and my two buddies, um, Ryan Hartman and John Barker, on,
0: on all the time. Yeah,
2: Ryan's on. Uh, you know, friend. we all want to be in this industry, and Matt, as you as you know as well as everybody is. If you don't have your social media building and you're not making YouTube videos, you're there's there's no sponsorship. It's an uphill climb. Yeah, there's no yeah. sponsorship in your future and you know, with my wife having a couple two and a half more years of vet school to go, now's a good time to build. So it's going to be a balance between tournaments and then all of us getting together and filming and building this little this little deal we're doing.
0: I like it. Uh so yeah, just man. be on the lookout for something for something. In for something
1: some somewhere
2: somehow yeah it should be it's been fun already um i'm excited to get back out in the spring and stuff and what's left of this winter before we freeze.
0: <sighs> what are your thoughts on uh on your dad learning the forward face and sonar for so many years then especially recently once he got into the tournament fishing i would imagine the script was was flipped you've talked about it on the show about you know kind of learning from yeah from frank like we all have over the past day fours this is how to find fish and pattern them and catch them and then all of a sudden this new technology and you you kind of have the upper hand on the old man so to speak for a little while has that been interesting watching him kind of learn and adapt to the new technology because I mean, we just talked about it for the last 30 minutes and we're gonna do some shows i mean he's I, I, Frank, you're adapting very, very rapidly. I mean, you're there's none of this ah screw it. I'm sticking with the two D. Like you're <laughs> you're adapting with it without completely uprooting the last forty years of bass fishing knowledge.
1: No, I can't. I can't uproot it because that's that's how I made my thing. Um, I I
2: but, knew once I gave that to him, it would take him probably three times out, and then he's probably. Going to get obsessed with it. And I was 100% correct. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. Clay says Frank is going to be all the way before long. Hard to dig a pool with a spoon when you have an excavator. No, he won't. <laughs>
2: There's no way. There's no. no way. There's no way he'll become solely relying on it no. or chasing, chasing fish across the lake. He's still going to do what he does because he's been doing it for, you know, 50 years. That's yeah, so what I said.
0: I think he's going to, I think he's going to swim in the pool that he builds with the excavator, but then he's going to go find the natural Springs and still take a dip into the natural Springs and the, and the, and the, you know, the, the yeah. glacial lakes and stuff. So I mean, it's not all going to, I can't ever see you not, not doing it old school. No, there's no, I, way.
1: there's no way. There's no way. Um, I, I, that's how I love fishing that way. I love instinctual fishing. Um, it's been successful for me. Mm -hmm. Most of, most of how I started out with the forward facing has been just that, um, I find the fish and then I look at them, see what they look like, uh, because I don't know anything about forward facing. So I see what they look like. I'll call Frankie. I can't get this adjustment, right? What, what do I got to do? And he'll tell me, he'll walk me through it. Um, the first time I ever go ahead.
2: What that? did you try shutting it off and turning it on?
0: Oh, that <laughs> yeah. fixes everything. That's every time I, every time I call uh, Scott from the bass tank, that's the first thing. And Except 90% that... of the time, he's like, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Except for when
2: that phone call comes in, it's always, he's on the water and super frantic. I don't know how to get this thing
0: to work. That? I that, think that's like, everybody. Because no way. one actually understands how it works. To some extent, it's all witchcraft to us. Unless yeah. you're one of the few guys like a Scott or, or really mechanically who actually understands what the heck's going on.
2: Well, So that's, that's why I, I thought it was important with him to start with the Lorance first.
1: Well, yeah. And yeah. More. I mean, yeah. There's and, yours. and it's free. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah. But even, even so dude, like there's, there's so few adjustments with the Lorance, Yeah. Compared to the Garmin. I have the Garmin on my stratus. And, it's adjustments for days. Now, once you get it all dialed in, then you tweak for watercolor and depth and whatever. But uh, the Lorance is, I think, it's a lot easier to use um, functionality-wise. But I think Livescope still has its edge. And I think if you, after this season playing with it, and you go to a Gar- if you go to Garmin, I think it'll be a lot easier to use the Garmin um, functionally like searching and finding your stuff. So, like, I know when I jump in Ryan's boat, he's got live scope. I've got AT2, and I notice how much easier it is. Like, I'm way more accurate with the live scope in the sense that it's easier to see my bait. I'm pretty good with my AT2 and finding baits, even when I was throwing um, hair at Dale Hollow and Domiki's at Dale Hollow. um, I can still do it because I'm used to the AT2, but, man, honestly – that live scope's so much easier to find find your stuff with.
0: It is. It's just a power. You could just be like ninety percent of the guys out there now and put a three sixty on and then run uh, Lorant's mapping and the uh, and the what is it live site and then also run the thirty four deucer on a uh, Garmin and then throw one in perspective and then put a salt water on a turret and then end up <laughs> a, a, and then put two off of the but... back and.
2: I, I, dude, I run four drafts on my boat.
0: Yeah, I don't. I run three. I last
2: run year, I ran two. Three total. <laughs> one up front, all last year. And then I and added 360, and I'll never not have it. I Frank have a, runs
0: I two have in, a, in case you have a meltdown and punt one off. Right. I <laughs> got back a backup. You just got to take it out on one of them. I have
1: a rope and a rock. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, they literally used to use uh, window weights. That was what they did. So, like, there would be a a metal bar, and I learned this from a guy named Rooster, who started fishing Gunnersville when they filled the lake up. This is no joke. That's why they they call
1: them knots, by the way. What? Yeah, they would tie knots in the rope and let the rope down.
0: Huh. Anyway, but go.
1: We'll go with your. They story. would
0: drag. He would tie it to the rope and then he would drag the wind. They, or this isn't just him. This is how they used to do bottom composition and depth and when you find the channel and things like that. And you would drag it until you felt a different vibration through the rope or in case it, when it got hung or when it fell off and it wasn't on the bottom. And that's how they did. That's how they trolled the bottom. That's Perfect. how they figured out where. The channels were where the shell beds were the hard spots where the stumps was taking a window weight which it was like a strip of lead right i mean it's a lead,
1: it's a lead tube
0: lead tube. It, i mean
1: it, and it's solid it's not hollow it's solid yeah, yeah. oh they're heavy too they're like they're heavy um, yep. that's that's how all my windows are in the house this house they're so, all lead leaden and roped there you go see you learn something new that's that's like Prehistoric technology
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's the earliest The that's earliest right. technology And you know there was some guy who all he did was go out and fish To be like, ah, dang guys And their fancy window weights <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're gonna ruin the sport <laughs> <laughs> you are
0: gonna catch every fish in the lake With these window weights down. Wow, you'll, you'll never catch me dragging a window weight <laughs>
2: well, That's what they said about the spoon when it came out too It was gonna ruin bass fishing uh,
0: Yeah, and the A-Rig
1: yeah, the A rig was the A rig was like the real first where everybody was like, "Yeah, it should be banned. It should be illegal."
0: Yeah, that was October of two thousand eleven. Paul Elias on the on the Gunnersville uh, on the Gunnersville bridges. You know that guy was was trying to give away a rigs to anybody he could in parking lots and at pro events. And like almost all the guys had him in the boat. Cause he'd given away so many, none of them had used him. I think Skeet had used one a little bit. Uh, and that's why a lot of guys were able to get them was cause they're like, Oh, I remember this guy, you know, was walking around the parking lot, giving them out.
1: Yeah. And you know, what's funny about that? Here's the funny thing about that is, um, if you don't understand it, you don't have success with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, that's just it in a nutshell. And it's like any lure made. If you don't understand what that lure is specifically designed for, you're not going to have great success with it, no matter what lure it is. And if you do understand it, your success is going to jump up fairly rapidly if you understand um like the crankbait show we did a while back the different way different build designs dive down and stuff Mm -hmm. um understanding that should open doors for people because it's it's a big deal i mean that's that's really how you crankbait fish
0: so Mm -hmm. got anything else frankie i just wanted to to jump on
2: i appreciate it dude nice seeing you Are, are they up yet yeah, Kelsey just came in and said they were about to start making breakfast.
0: So. Well, little hair of the dog to kick things off.
2: You no, should. Th- you should. Not throw me. I didn't you even
1: should, get drunk last night. I know they did. You should throw Noah in front of the camera so everyone could see. Then it, you'll see my children.
2: I'd have to go get them. I'm out right. in the garage, dude.
1: Oh, all right. Forget it. Another day, another Got
0: dollar. Nice little, nice, yeah, nice little setup going on there.
2: You want a little spin?
0: Sure.
1: All right. Give us a tour.
2: It's a mess. i Slow,
0: slow down. down. There it is right there. Look at there that. all shiny. Fits yeah. in there perfect. Shiny. Yes, he's and happy. Happy. Perfect. I like yeah. it, Frankie.
2: Yeah, man. Got lucky with this house. This garage is where it's
0: at. Yeah, I got lucky
1: with my driveway and a boat cover is where it's at.
0: <laughs> yeah, how's Frankie I'd end up with a, with a shop and you've got a... You've got to dust the snow off every time you want to make a cast. I
1: have a I have a pickier wife. <laughs> life choices, my man.
2: Life the choices. rig
0: doesn't fit in your in your garage.
1: Oh gosh, no, dude. Even if I I can't get it between the doors, but even if I could, it would be two feet too short.
0: Dude, well, he
2: couldn't get his he couldn't back his ram in his garage.
0: I can't no. tell you. I know multiple people who just uh took a sledgehammer to the drywall well yours is a little bit different because it would you would then have a gaping hole in the back of your garage that would just be open air but (laughs) but the people who have it going in the house like i mean i know guys who just cut out the just whack 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 and then boom that's where they put the they trim it right so the prop goes right through it and boom
1: well when i got (laughs) here uh, my plan was to blow the back of the garage out and make it Deeper, and then take the divider out between the two doors and put oh, a yeah, cup, custom big door in. But the city won't give me the variance to do it. Nope.
2: What? That's
0: why yeah. I live in the middle. Wait. Of what do you mean? They're not. They're, so you cannot <clears throat> extend your garage like an extra six feet.
1: No. Even though I've got probably thirty extra feet behind it.
0: What does that have to do with it? Why will they not give you the variance?
1: Because in nineteen, nineteen, nineteen. There was a gravel road that ran behind everybody's garage doors and that's where they picked up the trash so they had a they had a thing where you could have to be so many feet off that road
0: well it's not even, even it doesn't even exist anymore
1: no it's all grown up wooded it's all wood, it's all it's a line of trees you know big line of trees um and they won't get they wouldn't give me the the variance
0: here comes the Southerners saying that's a yankee <laughs> that's a yankee law
1: yeah a hundred percent but that's that but that's this is a lot of the reason i'm getting out of here because i can't i can't deal there's too many
0: damn rules grinds your it, gears
1: it does man it really does the only benefit says,
0: screw it just take things into your own hands add on and deal with the consequences later
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i i i've done projects around here and and have done that already and um And then when they come in and they do an assessment, your taxes go up. So.
2: Yeah, you got to get out of there, man.
1: I can't.
0: Yeah, I can't have that. It's a cool house.
2: It is.
1: It it was built in 1914.
0: It's very cool. And it apparently has the original windows.
1: Yeah. um, It's all lath and plaster, which is another issue. Um, Most of the piping, I got rid of most of the galvanized and put copper and PVC. Um. Part of the house is still knob and tube. Part of it's on Romex. So it's a
0: very cool house.
1: Thanks, sure.
0: man. All right, uh, holiday special. I just wanted to bring Junior in. Thanks for jumping on, Franco.
1: Man, peace out, my man. Hey, you got to let me know about this weekend, Frank.
2: Yeah, for sure. I started working on it last night. It'll be all right. All right.
0: All right. Later, later y'all. Adios, right. bud. Figure we'd bring uh, figure we bring Junior in there since he was up and on the show. Awesome. Awesome. always a nice addition uh all right. that was, that you was mentioned a surprise to me <laughs> yeah no it's all good you mentioned the uh what's hot no on the no that's the f x series oh the
1: speed end yeah oh, the, you
0: mentioned that i'm trying to get to it hold on yeah
1: the f x series has been phenomenal um sold a couple of those <laughs> sold a few of those uh um, those colors are righteous
0: yeah.
1: uh the, here's a here's a teaser uh, on the FX series
0: oh um, I don't get in trouble
1: I'm I'm not I don't even care it's coming out in the perfect 10. oh in in January um for those that know me you know I love the p10 for bass fishing um I'm so stoked and I hope to have those here before Friday um
0: And the six colors that you designed that are in the, that are in the, just a regular rogue right now.
1: Yeah. Because the P 10, the P 10 will dive deeper than the suspending rattling rogue. Um, and it gives you a bigger body profile. And what I'm finding out is there's, there's two things that happen as winter progresses. Um, the bass will want a larger meal. And then in some cases they want a smaller one. It's up to you to find, figure that out on the lake you're on. And that's predicated on forage base and weed growth. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really excited because I catch a lot of really quality bass on the P-10. Um, so I'm really excited for that. And I can't wait. I have one box that's just full of P-10s. Um, I love that bait, um. I, I'm just, I can't wait. The ones I painted it on, I painted the, by FX colors on the P10 bodies. But what I got was I got, I got all the, uh, imp, the imperfect bodies to paint it on. Oh. Um, and so I can't fish them. Uh, otherwise I'd have been fishing them for a year already. So now I'm going to have those ones and it's going to be, it'll be good
0: uh and then the cronificent and dirty pg and dirty PB, PJ <laughs> dirty pjs dirty pb and j
1: yeah uh,
0: there it funny. is right there that's the bait you designed for the yes. almost won the classic on gunnersville a couple years ago but a uh, couple really cool colors in this bait 799 does the uh the discount code still good this is the last time we'll have that. I think it is through the end of the year. Yeah, so, just you know, till capital the end. BTL 23 at checkoff, 50% off regularly priced items. Is this a regularly priced item?
1: Yes, I believe it is.
0: Yeah, so 15% off 799. Go, go to
1: Crom Cronificent or whatever the heck. Crom Cronificent. So so uh I got a picture yesterday from Luke Palmer. He had some monster, monster stinking largemouth. <laughs> that thing
0: that might play in the grand classic coming up in march i'm not not kidding
1: yeah very very could it it very well could
0: so if you want to guys want to grab some stuff before the end of the year yeah so the l23
1: so there's a speed n and a speed n junior the speed n junior is a little bit smaller the speed n um I love that bait, I, it, I specifically designed it for the cold water periods, um, you know, late late fall, early winter and then of course, up here ice out until the pre-spawn even though you can fish them in the pre-spawn if you're on secondary points and stuff. Um, but I, I fished it this summer and um, throttled them. I was on this lake and it would the spawn was over, bass were already getting offshore. And I found these shallow bars with immature grass on them. Mm-hmm. And I was running that thing over the immature grass in about six feet of water, seven feet of water. And I absolutely demolished them on it. I couldn't believe I mean it was they were just choking anything. So it's a it's a good bait seasonally. Um but the way it's tight, it's tight, tight action goes, um, I, it was really designed for the cold water period. But there's times in the warm season, because you could burn that bait in, too, if you want to. It, you can honk it back, and it tracks. So there were times this summer where it was just, I was like, oh, this is so much fun. You know, I mean, my, I, I like going out and, and saying, well, I only need two rods today. Um, that to me, that's that's mission, mm-hmm. you know.
0: No, I agree. Uh, also, now this does not count for the uh for the BTL discount, but there's a bunch of really good deals. You can get uh craw chunks, a dollar 75, a dollar 99, uh, bandits, uh, bomber D base, 349. Just click on the uh, click on the bargains and blowouts, uh. Model A's, all sorts of really good and really good colored crankbaits for three. Here's Bomber Fat Free Fingerlings 349. We're talking Sexy Shad, Chartreuse Shad, Fire oh, Tiger, yeah. Fat Free Gut. Like, there's a bunch of good stuff that's there. I guess they're just getting rid of for the end of this year to get ready for the next year.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, check those out. What do we get fired? Or are we good?
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we're not fired yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he got quiet when you were reading something. I was worried about it, Frank. Oh, God.
1: That, that, was, that was Paul Rhodes. <laughs> that was Keith from Paul.
0: You got a new, you got what? You got a new bundle of rods headed your way or something?
1: Yeah, man, I can't wait. I got, I got the Naked Series. I got some Naked Series rods coming to me, and I should have them any minute now. What'd um, you get?
0: Like what models are, or what? Some of the out? models,
1: okay. So some of the models I can't speak of because they're not out yet. I'm just gonna Ooh. field test it for a bit, but I'm getting a, a seven sixty four, some seven sixty four spinning rods, which, um. I, I can't wait because
0: seven foot six inch.
1: Yeah, seven and a half foot four power spinning rods. They're they're great for snatching tubes, drop shotting, and it, it rigging. That's why I can't wait to get them because I'm gonna be fishing them this weekend.
0: <laughs> uh Jeffries used to do this at the end of every year, and I'd be like, Oh, why the hell is he doing this? Like, let's just wrap this thing up. But uh Now that I'm kind of running the show over at BTL, uh, not that I didn't appreciate the listeners and viewers before, but it is uh, like my job doesn't exist without people downloading the show, watching the show, using the discount codes, uh, sharing it, watching it on YouTube, uh, iTunes, all the platforms. So uh, as we close out the year, a sincere, heartfelt thank you to the listeners and viewers of, uh, BTL, the Monday through Wednesday th- show, but also the, uh, day four show, uh, yeah. blown away at, uh, the loyalty and how much I enjoy interacting, not only with you on the show, but all of our listeners and viewers, and then how they go to bat and support, uh, lure Net, who sponsors the day four, but also you, me, the entire BTL family, right. uh, greatly appreciated and uh i don't always uh go that extra mile to show that but cannot thank all of you guys enough for another great year and because of that more shows bigger shows better things coming in 2024 not only on btl uh put the cat out of the bag but i think we're, we're probably adding between 30 and 40 shows next year uh across all the platforms including like we said some of the forward-facing shows with you we're doing a bunch of uh uh, of giveaways and things at the bassmaster classic at grand lake Uh, if you guys haven't been to tulsa if you haven't been to a bassmaster classic expo uh this will be a great one to go to it's a fantastic venue the expo is fantastic uh we'll be giving away uh we've talked about what we're doing a hundred did we talk about that
1: i don't think so but we can't.
0: We can talk about it? I guess so. All right. So that's the... <laughs> hell, you already gave away rods that aren't out yet and colors that aren't out yet, so we might as well give away uh, what the giveaway is for the baits. That's the color number seven that exists because of the demand from the listeners, which sold out the original... Original you guys bought out in less than three minutes, crashed the site, then crashed which the site so again, funny. then oversold them by a thousand, then created chaos at the LureNet headquarters. <laughs> which was the best
1: that's the best christmas gift i ever got right there you Uh, guys you guys our our audience is the best there is there's there's none better the fans of this show uh the fans of btl the fans of day four are the best there there is um I, i will be at the classic this year with matt i hope you guys can come out and see us We'll have a really good time. I'm going to, uh, we're going to be signing a bunch of stuff. Um, color number seven. You're going to be
0: signing a bunch of stuff.
1: No, we are. I stand Um, by
0: and manage you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, we will be signing a bunch of stuff. It's really going to be a blast. Um, my obligations are not too strict down there. So I'll have some freedom and flexibility. Um, so, so get down there and we'll have a good time. I promise uh,
0: the merchandise. I have people that have talked about, you know, we went through, we kind of we finalized the merchandise of Frank Scaler signature yeah. series shirts will come out uh, in February prior to uh, the classic for a classic drop. There will be some uh, BTL merch at one of the booths at the classic uh, and then stay tuned to our, both of our social medias for, where and when we will be there but uh very excited for the bass master classic next march and to spend some time hanging out with you frank
1: it'll be it'll be
0: fun and thank you i mean i i i change your schedule all around and say hey let's do it on a wednesday let's do it on a monday let's do a live you kind of work around and uh have added tremendously to the btl brand and the listeners and uh thoroughly enjoy picking your brain both on and off air so Thank you very much for being a Saudi board eliciting board and, uh, and for adding <laughs> so much value to the show, to the program. Uh, I don't think you understand how much you are appreciated.
1: No, I appreciate that, dude. You know, we, we developed a really great friendship over this and w- one that I think is going to last quite a while.
0: I agree. I do wish we could, uh, air some of our off air conversations. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we would be banned in ten minutes. <laughs> we would be blackballed. <laughs>
0: You're out. <laughs> uh, it would. Anything else you want to get in here before we wrap it up? I think I hear. Yeah, I hear the music coming in right there. Yeah, I hear, it, uh, yeah. you
1: hear everybody.
0: There you go. I have to. St- I have to stop the music. We have to redo that ending because uh sometimes when I do the music, like you talk and then I talk, hear? it like. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're good now.
1: All right. Well, I just want to say Happy New Year to everybody and be safe.
0: Happy New Year. Be safe, Frank. Catch them up. We'll see everybody in 2024. That's it. We're out.